Hey everyone, welcome to the very first solo episode of the Right Way Podcast. Now you've probably noticed from the title of this podcast, Dear Publishing Industry FU, that this is going to be some real talk today. But I wanted to jump on here before you listen to this very vulnerable, raw, uncut solo episode and give you a little bit of context. I feel like in the publishing industry in general, if you are lucky enough to become published, there's a certain attitude of appreciation and gratitude and professionalism that you show case to the world. It's just, you know, you've been invited to the table, you have your seat, and you need to play the game to a certain extent. As I've gone through book by book and been less and less, um, if I'm being honest, impressed with the outcomes of my particular experience, I've found that a lot of authors, published authors, huge authors feel the same way, and we don't often talk about it in the public sphere. We are so quick to share our wins and our successes and post and all this stuff, but we don't really talk about our failures and disappointments. And I've said it more and more lately in interviews that I've had, but being an author is awesome and it's also really hard and challenging. And when I sat down to record this, I was coming off a conversation with my agent and I was highly, (laughs) highly emotional, really upset And just so frustrated and disillusioned by this whole thing. Like, I felt like I was just banging my head against a wall. And I felt like I wanted to share it with you guys because we romanticize what being a published author is all about. And so much of it's awesome. And I'm not, I'm not putting this out to ostracize a community that has been so supportive. I love being a player in this space. I love being an author but I don't always love it. And I thought it was important to give you kind of like the real nitty gritty underbelly of a real reaction to a conversation that I had. Now, granted, after I had this, um, or after I recorded this podcast, I had a wonderful, cathartic, amazing conversation with my editor um, that really made me feel so much better about where I'm going, where I've been, I think I'm at a real um, point in my career of flux and change and and needing to take risks. And I wanted to just preface this really open solo episode by saying, I don't think the publishing industry is a villain. Um, I, but I do think that there are a lot of issues with it and a lot of things that authors go into it expecting to happen that don't, and a lot of disappointments and a lot of anxiety and a lot of struggles and a lot of depression, honestly, and we don't talk about it enough. And I think in order for us to stop this like romanticizing of a really tough industry or stop perpetuating stereotypes that, you know, you can't make money as an author or, you know, only a select few really get a a chance at this, um, at this industry. That's just not true. And we have to have the whole picture. And that is 
that means talking about the stuff that is really hard to talk about, the stuff that makes you sound ungrateful, the stuff that makes you sound like, you know, you maybe don't even deserve (laughs) to be an author. And I wanted to just approach this today with radical honesty, really ripping away any sort of ego, um, talking about it in a very, very honest manner, and putting myself out there in a way that I feel like a lot of authors want to and they just don't. And I hope that you take away something from this, not just like a bitch fest or (laughs) me complaining for 20 minutes, but really understanding that this is a profession that invokes all the emotions and there isn't a guarantee and there's so much that goes into being an author and there is no one right way to do it. There's no one right way to feel. Notice how I'm saying right way. Uh (laughs) So listen, take from it what you will, share it if you want, and know that I am so grateful to be an author, but I'm also really honest about what it means to be an author. And I think that's an important distinction that you will hear quite candidly in this solo episode of a real inside look in an author's mind in all of its frenetic glory. So sit back, enjoy this solo episode. Hey everyone, welcome to a very special raw solo episode of The Right Way Podcast. I'm going to forewarn you that this is going to be unlike any other podcast that we've done and I've done specifically because I'm coming at you in real time after I have just received some really disconcerting news and I wanted to talk about it because I don't feel like authors share their failures and disappointments as much as their wins and successes. And I am here, we are here as a team to help educate you around the publishing industry and give you the no bullshit look into it. So here we go. I have been crying, which is um, not something I do enough of, if I'm going to be quite honest. But So where do I begin? (laughs) Um, So as many of you guys know, I have a four book deal with St. Martin's Press. Like that sounds amazing. It has been amazing for the most part. Um, But I'm going to be really honest, like not her daughter when my first book launched. It was just so amazing and fun and all this fanfare and all my author friends were like, oh my God, savor this because it's never really like it is with your first book. And just me being me, I was like, no, watch this. I'm going to, you know, be better and better and better book after book. Well, that wasn't necessarily the case. (laughs) And I think I've spent a lot of time, I've spent the last three years trying to access the attention that I got with Not Her Daughter, the success, which you know, in some people's eyes is a big success. And in other people's eyes, I didn't sell as well as, you know, other people. But book by book, it's just been less and less successful and less and less fun, if I'm being totally honest. I feel like 
my team started out really excited about me as a prospect, um, as a prospective author, like growing within the team. And, and as you know, each book has come out, especially this last one in the pandemic, there has been such a lack of internal support from my team. I'm going to say that again, because I think it's really important to hear. It's something I talk about with clients all the time, um, even clients who get these massive deals and are perpetually disappointed by their team's lack of effort. When someone pays you to write a book or pays you for anything, you expect they would have a vested interest in making their money back and really supporting you and setting you up for success, essentially. Um, I can't imagine operating in any other way. But I decided early on as an author that I was going to do everything in my power to make my books as successful as I could make them. And that meant for me spending a shitload of money. I mean, you guys, I've spent over, well over a $100,000 of my own hard-earned money that I have worked for. This is not savings. This is not my husband's money. It is mine. I have worked for this money and I have put it all out there on book tours that my publisher wouldn't pay for, on events, on publicists, on ads, on just all the things that I didn't get monetary support for. Now, I'm not sitting here. This is not a, a bitch fest about you know, oh, woe is me. No, I'm not saying that. I'm pissed off for all of the authors out there who dream their dreams and then get disappointed over and over and over again. And they have to chalk it up to, well, (laughs) that's just the publishing industry. It's just like the music industry. Like, it's just the way it is. Bullshit. I am no longer willing to participate in an industry that does not support its authors. And I'm not saying that every publisher is like that. There are some amazing publishers out there. Um, There are some amazing teams out there who really lift their their authors up and and do all the things for them. Um, But in my particular case, I have been a very mid-list author for quite some time. I've been stuck in the middle. There's no real help or support. Um, And I have taken a stake and like asked for things and asked, you know, kind of like (laughs) why there are really no efforts. Um, I, you know, I really felt like I love my editor to death, but her enthusiasm for me and my projects is really, has really dimmed, um, book by book. And this is why I'm bringing all of this up. So as a writer, I've wanted to kind of explore and expand. I have been told by my editor to, you know, I write women's fiction with domestic suspense elements. I am more of an emotional writer when sometimes I've wanted to stray a little bit darker, but I've like stayed on this path. Well, um, my last book comes out February 18th, 2022, Secrets of Our House. I'm so excited about it. And the my publisher has an option for um, my next book. I have two partial manuscripts that I submitted and they didn't want to even look at, at one of them. And the other one they didn't want, um, which is totally fine. I'm not completely passionate about that project, if I'm being honest. 
But my agent had a conversation with my editor. Now, let me preface this by saying my editor and I had a talk a few months ago, and she reassured me that not only did my publisher want to grow me as an author, but, you know, she wanted me to take my time and figure out which book it was that I wanted to write, that I could keep churning out these, you know, books year after year, but she really wanted me to dig deep and that they were going to be there to support me during my process. Well, during her talk with my agent, she completely flipped the script and said, not only are they not interested in growing me as a writer, but like that I, I'm, I don't come up with high concept ideas and that, you know, my sales aren't great. And it was like, I feel like I've been banging my head against a wall for the past two books specifically. And I have been pigeonholed into this box because of the constraints on what I've been told, on what I've been, you know, reassured. And then to to have that completely negated and and then just kind of be like, no, nope, she's free to do whatever, knowing full well that because my last book didn't do great, and I'm not alone in that, that will affect what kind of writer or what kind of deal I get and what kind of writer I become. And the absolute flippancy on not even saying that to my face or, you know, having to go through an agent when she and I have been in a three-year relationship and have been through so many highs and lows together, it was just a slap in the face. And it really hurt my feelings, if I'm being honest. And I'm not a very sensitive person. I don't get my feelings hurt. But I hung up the phone and I just started bawling because my agent was like, I'm sure this isn't the end of your writing career. And I was like, wait, what? But here, here's here's my whole thing. In our company, people come to us because they want to be published. They believe in that dream just as I believe in that dream. But the publishing industry has some major fucking flaws. They just do. It's not about the author's best interests. It's not about the bottom their bottom line and them making a lot of money. It's not about really nurturing that the craft that the writer puts forth in the first place. It is I'm not really sure what it's about even um anymore and it's really left me today feeling uncertain about like my career as a writer, uncertain about if I want to put out another book, uncertain about if I want to be in a business that supports an industry that is so callous at times and so cutthroat for no apparent reason. It's just kind of baffling to me and it's really left me a little bruised. And I know a lot of that. We talk about not having ego as a writer. And I think it's, it's more of my ego, but it's also left me thinking, and I know I'm not alone here, but like, who am I if I'm not a writer? Who am I if I'm not a CEO and founder of a business for writers? Who the fuck am I if I don't see my book on bookshelves and, or at Target or, I can't, I don't say I'm, you know, I can't say that I'm published by the big five or, you know, all of these things, all of these labels that I have tacked onto who I am as a person. And 
it's really had me assess like where my joy comes from, where my happiness comes from. I've been in a real up and down funk this past year. And I think because there's just not been a lot of exciting things happening for my career. And because I've been on this like churn and burn, kind of like get books out, get books out, get books out. I haven't even really stopped to think and process and figure out what comes next. And if I want different results, then yeah, I do need to try something different. I've wanted to try a different publisher, try a different route for quite some time now. And I got my answer. And I don't think that that needs to be negative. I don't think that says, wow, you're a shitty writer, give up. Um, I have been thinking about changes with my literary agent, whom I love to death, who's been in the trenches with me. But, you know, I think every writer gets there to a certain point in their career and they have to assess, like, is this still working? Is this what's best for me going forward, for my bottom line? Um, You know, and then, guys, I'm going to be as brutally honest as I've ever been. So... I love to write. I have been a writer my whole life. I think I'm pretty decent at it. Um, But that being said, there is so much about being a published author that I don't like. I don't like the pressure of having to throw a party for every goddamn book and having to host it and freaking out about if people are going to show up. I have a huge insecurity about people showing up for me uh, around parties. I always have. I know that's strange, but um, I think there's probably some some shit I need to (laughs) dig into there. But it's so high anxiety every year. Like, oh, my God, am I going to have a successful book launch party? And And getting people to show up book after book, year after year, saying like, yay, buy what I, you know, buy what I'm selling, essentially. I cannot stand the fact that, you you know, if you're not on social media before, during, and after your book launch, around the clock, people aren't going to know about stuff. And they're, it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. And I feel like it's like that with everything. I don't like the feeling of spending so much money. I mean, I could have my mortgage paid off with the amount of money I have spent on trying different things to get people to buy my books. And some of it works and some of it hasn't. I don't like the fact that there's not a guarantee of sales. And that's just, oh, that's just the way it is. And it just leaves me questioning, why is this the way that it is? Why isn't someone doing it differently or better? Why is self-publishing then your only other option, whereas that's still not seen seen as legitimate in some spaces. You still are responsible for absolutely everything. There's still no guarantee that someone's going to buy it. And I think I'm just left with this kind of painful residue where I know my relationship with my publisher is ending, and yet I have to put out a book with them. When I was very forthright with my agent in that I didn't want to give them this fourth book because it really means a lot to me. It was a very special book. It felt really different. And I was afraid that it was just going to kind of like come out and they weren't going to do much with it. And then here goes another book, you know, like that could have, could have done more in the right hands. So I'm kind of at this crossroads where 
you know, I don't have a book coming out this year. Joe and I are working on a nonfiction book proposal, which is so fun. And, you know, I'm, I'm working on, I wanted to write a sequel to Not Her Daughter that would be a standalone, but that's kind of uncertain if anybody <laughs> would buy that. And I'm just at this place where I'm, I have the room to kind of process and step back and be brave enough to really ask myself, what do I want to do next? And is it writing? And is it in this industry? Or is it something else? And the fact that I don't know is both terrifying and exhilarating at the same time. I have this insatiable urge inside of me all the time to just go and to just wander and to experience and to explore and to gain more life, just life experience and and be entrenched a little bit more in observing my surroundings. You know, I think it's been so hard for for a lot of writers who need to experience things. And we've been a little stuck and stagnant this past year. And I grapple with wanting to live this free, beautiful, limitless life, but also raising a daughter um, and being married to people who like some sort of routine and and stability. Um, and I do as well. But I think I'm just at this like point where... I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm kind of drifting a bit. I don't know what the next right move is for my career. I don't know what the future holds in terms of, you know, my business, my, this podcast, my book. I'm, I'm just a little lost. And I think, you know, I'm never one to like get on social media and be like, I, this, this happened today because I feel like there's enough of that. And, and I, I'm not sure even this podcast is the right place to talk about it, but my whole mission with this podcast, and I know Joe's is as well, is to tell the truth. We have never held back about this industry and, even even with all the ups and downs that I've had since 2004, when my first novel got published and it was a disaster, you know, I've, it's not been easy for me. I've had, a, I've had so many more failures than successes, so many failures, so many embarrassments, so many misses. And I'm wondering if that's just my journey and that my journey is for sharing the realities of this and to make sure that you do figure out why you're doing this in the first place and what success does look like for you and that you don't have to do it any one way. You don't have to do it anyway if you don't want to. You can take big, long breaks. And I think we want to, of course, I want to sell another book. I not only need the income, but I love writing books and I I love the creative process. But if I'm being honest, being published by the big five has almost ruined my love of writing. 
And that is one of the saddest things I could ever say. And I, I know there's probably an unpublished author out there who thinks like, oh my God, what a, what a, you know, high and mighty bullshit thing to say. And I don't mean it like that. I mean, I have been in, in it, in this industry, book by book, you know, year over year. And the woman that I was at the end of 2016, writing Not Her Daughter, feeling so hopeful, so hopeful for what was to come. Just knowing I was going to be a best-selling author and knowing I was going to get this movie deal and have the movie made and see my book on screen. And, you know, that didn't happen. And not to say that it couldn't. And But having it, like having those things, I did get the movie deal. I really believed in it. And I really believed it was going to happen. And then it just didn't. It just faded away. And with each book, I think this is the book. This is the book that's going to change my career. This is the book that Reese Witherspoon is going to pick up. This is the book that Book of the Month Club is going to pick up. All I need is one person to believe in this book as much as I do. And my career is going to change. And it hasn't happened yet. And you know what? That's okay. I think I do believe in the law of attraction. I believe in what we say kind of comes true. And I also believe that I've probably attracted a lot of this to me. And whether it's to share it with you, to share my experience, to take a step away, to regroup and realize that I am allowed to change course and I'm allowed to be upset with my fucking team, that I'm allowed to say that out loud, that I'm allowed to say, hey guys, you didn't do enough for me and I was worth it. I am worth it. I am a hard fucking working writer and I deserve success too. Um, I think that's okay to say and I don't think we say it enough. So yeah, I am disappointed. Today, I feel like issuing a giant fuck you to the publishing industry who takes the majority of authors' money, who takes a lot of their IP, who isn't forthcoming with how the process works, who leaves authors in the dark, who perpetually and consistently doesn't show up in the same way that an author shows up on the page. And I, for one, don't think it's okay. And I don't really have a solution. Um, I've talked about creating a publishing arm myself. I don't even know what I would be getting into. But I know there needs to be a world where writers are allowed to create and to put out what they want without the fear of someone telling them, ah, it's just not good enough anymore. Sorry, it was good three years ago, but it's not good enough now. Or you're to this or you're to that. We get enough of that in the real world with the constant comparison games, with the constant social media bullshit in your face with the bad news, with the goddamn pandemic, with anxiety. It's all so overwhelming to be a human today, let alone a successful artist or a successful creative. So what I really want to know is, is there any author out there, any aspiring writer out there who can relate to me on this journey. I would love to hear from you, truly. Not only would I love to hear from you, I need to hear from you, good, bad, indifferent. Let me know that I'm not just 
speaking from my own experience. I feel like I'm speaking for a collective who, you know, have really put their work out there, have really submitted and maybe never even gotten a, a book deal because they're to this, they're to that, whatever it is with all the rejections, it's exhausting and it's not okay. I just am going to say that it's not okay. I feel like in this industry, we can do better. We should do better. We as authors deserve better. And I'm sure as fuck going to try to figure out a way to be better for all of us, to be better for my clients, to show up in a different way and to write whatever it is that I want to write without the fear of the publishing industry fucking it up or taking something from me. They are not allowed to take my writing spirit. I am going to really sit back and process and work on that and take a beat, take a breath. In the meantime, please shoot me your thoughts to podcast at rightwayco.com. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for indulging this solo episode. I promise, um, I don't mean this to be like a bitch fest or a rant, but I needed to get this off my chest and I would not want to get it off my chest anywhere else than with you guys. Um, so thank you for listening until next week. I promise it will be much lighter than this. Thank you.